Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, longtime astrologer, psychic, and healer, Jill Jardine. In today's episode, New Moon Manifestation, I'm going to discuss the power of the new moon and why we can use this new moon energy every month to manifest our dreams. And I'll talk about the upcoming new moon of April 22nd, 2020. So stay tuned. Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine, our new moon edition, new moon manifestation. I'm going to discuss the power of the new moon each month and how we can use it to our advantage. If we know what sign the new moon is occurring in and when it is, we can align ourselves to this lunar energy to forge new beginnings in various areas of our life. We can be in alignment with our own lunar self, which is our intuition, our inner knowing, and our psychic ability. Later in the program, I will share information about the upcoming new moon in Taurus, which occurs on April 22nd, 2020. And I'll share the dates and signs of all the forthcoming new moons in May through December 2020. I will also teach the Sanskrit mantra for the moon. And you will be able to chant that at new and full moons. So, Stay tuned for this exciting episode. New Moon Manifestation New moons are powerful times because they begin a new lunar cycle every month. Unlike the full moon, which brings things to a peak or culmination, new moons offer a fresh start, the beginning of a new cycle, and they can be used specifically to manifest new beginnings in whatever sign or area of your life that you need to have a fresh start. For example, we have an upcoming new moon in the sign of Taurus on April 22nd, 2020, and Taurus rules our money, resources, funds, finances. So this will be a reboot time for us financially. I'll give more specifics on this new moon in Taurus later in the podcast. At a new moon, the sun and moon come together in the same sign in a harmony, together for two and a half days. Unlike the full moon, which is when the sun and moon are in opposite signs and in opposite elements, creating a tension. For example, the next full moon will occur on May 7th, 2020, with the sun in Taurus and the moon in Scorpio, the opposite sign. This amplifies the polarity of both signs. Taurus tends to emphasize the money we garner ourselves, while Scorpio rules other people's money. There will be surely lots of financial concerns and bailouts around the full moon of May 7, 2020. It's also a special annual spiritual ceremony by Buddhists called the Wisak Festival at the full moon in Taurus and Scorpio every year. I'll dedicate another podcast to the Wisak moon. Many cultures, such as the Chinese and Tibetans, follow a lunar new year when the new moon occurs annually when the sun and moon together in a specific sign. The Chinese New Year always begins at the new moon in the western zodiac sign of Aquarius, which can occur anytime between January 21st and February 20th. The Tibetan New Year begins at the Pisces New Moon, when the sun and moon are together in the western zodiac sign of Pisces. The Chinese Lunar New Year at the new moon in Aquarius is marked by celebrations to ensure prosperity and good luck in the upcoming lunar year. There is an emphasis on sharing food, placement, called feng shui, fruits, 
of apples, oranges, and pineapples shared for health and prosperity and focus on feng shui, the art of placement for the new year in the home. Certain rituals are performed, such as thoroughly cleaning the house, not using knives or scissors, or cleaning and cleaning mirrors and glass. The prosperity cures of giving special red envelopes also happen at the Lunar New Year. These are red envelopes that have money in them and are shared to share the prosperity at the Lunar New Year. So we see throughout different cultures, new moons mark the beginning of a 13-moon lunar cycle. So we can use the new moon to seed projects as well as seeding plants in the spring. We will have a more fruitful outcome if we plant seeds of intention at a new moon. We may even reap as quickly as the following full moon, which comes two weeks later. The full moon always arrives 14 days after the new moon. When we align with the new moon, we can become more adept at planning our life and life events. We can become more in touch with the ebbs and flows of lunar energies. Think about the tides. They are stronger at full moons because the gravitational pull by the moon on the earth is stronger. We need to learn to ebb and flow in our lives like the tides. When we seed intentions for prosperity example at a new moon, we need to know the tide will go out and perhaps we don't see the fruit yet, but it will always come in. What we sow at the new moon, we shall reap later. The best time for putting out thoughts and plans are at the new moon, not full moons. There is a lot of misinformation out there these days on the internet, social media, about astrology, full moons, etc., For example, I always see these posts about opening one's wallet at the full moon. I would advise against that because full moons, especially lunar eclipses, take things away. Full moons are a time to focus on your dreams and your own psychological well-being. I will have a podcast in the future about full moons as well. So to seed your prosperity, you want to use the new moon. Don't want to open your wallet on a full moon. Also, people don't realize that there's certain full moons that are very malefic, meaning can be problematic. And these are lunar eclipses, which we have two coming up this year in one in June and one in early July. And I will, again, dedicate a whole show to those summer eclipses. But at an eclipse, the light of the moon is blocked at the lunar eclipse. So it is not a good time to be outside even, uh, as this has an effect of taking things away. There are also solar eclipses at new moons. Again, I will give specifics on that in a future podcast. But solar eclipses still can be used to seed things like prosperity. They're just not as strong as a regular new moon. So, as I said, full moons can tend to take things away from people. And people tend to die more around full moons, especially these lunar eclipses that we have. Twice a year, there's a cycle of lunar eclipses. This year, it's going to be 
in June and July 2020, and then start up again in early January 2021 for the lunar eclipses. So people can die around full moons, especially eclipses, and within a month, within the lunar cycle of a lunar eclipse to the next full moon. And we can also see people losing their minds around full moons. That's the word lunacy, or people becoming lunatics. Both of these have the seed lunar, which means affected by the moon, lunacy and lunatics. So let's talk about the upcoming new moon in Taurus on April 2nd, 2020. Taurus rules the second house in astrology, which has to do with our finances, our earnings, money that we save, our values, our resources. So with the new moon in Taurus coming up on April 22nd, we will reevaluate and recalibrate the financial areas of our lives. And this year, Everyone will because the economic losses incurred by the coronavirus. So stay tuned and I'll give you some more information about the upcoming new moon. Welcome back. I'm going to be discussing the upcoming new moon in Taurus on April 22nd, Earth Day. And I just had a question from... My engineer, Tom, who is a Taurus, is this new moon going to be good for people who are born during the sun sign Taurus? You betcha. It's going to be a really, really good time for anybody who is born in the sign Taurus or the other earth signs of Virgo or Capricorn. This should be a very good time for seeding your prosperity and new outcomes in your life. And Capricorn also has some other complications going on because they have the planets Pluto and Jupiter there together, which is actually what brought on the coronavirus and the economic downside. So interestingly, in this new moon in Taurus, Taurus is a sign of stability and groundedness. Some of this chaos from the coronavirus will start being stabilized and the outlook of going back to life as normal as possible, although the new normal will be discussed how to roll back restrictions. During this new moon, things will calm down with the outbreak. We'll start seeing the numbers receding. There will be the discussions of lifting or rolling back stay-at-home orders in various states. Uranus, the planet of change, conjuncts this sun and moon at the new moon in Taurus, which will bring increased urges for freedom. Uranus rules freedom, liberty, and so there will be a lot of antsy people out there waiting to get back out to their lives. However, Saturn in Aquarius throws a difficult aspect to this new moon and Uranus together, which may result in conflicting agendas, misdirectives, misinformation. So we'll have to be careful about that. Sun and moon in Taurus wants peace, security, and consistency, while Uranus wants changes and can be radical. So we'll see these these conflicting attitudes of security, peace, and consistency going up against change and freedom. At this time, all eyes are on the economy, and the focus will be on boosting financial markets. Remember, I told you Taurus is one of the money signs, as is Scorpio. So the jump-starting of the economy will be forefront. 
there will be much talk and action about stabilizing the economy, fixing the financial messes, and getting people back to work. And it may take until the full moon of May 7th to see how that is going to play out. So when I come back, I'm going to share the dates and the signs of the upcoming new moons for 2020. So that means for the months of May through December 2020. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So the new moon in the sign Gemini occurs on May 22nd. Now Gemini is a sign that rules communications. So the focus of this new moon will be thinking about who do you want to communicate with? Or maybe you have lapsed with certain things because of the stay-at-home time. So communications, catching up with colleagues, catching up with friends is a good use of the new moon in Gemini. Also planning social events and trips is also good during Gemini. And doing any of your computer work, any emails, any correspondence that you haven't gotten to use the new moon to catch up with all your correspondence, whether professional or personal. In June 2020, the new moon in Cancer occurs on June 22nd. This is also a solar eclipse, and it is also at the time of the summer solstice. So this is a very, very powerful new moon on June 21st to 22nd, 2020, new moon in Cancer, depending on where you live, what time zone. So as I said earlier about eclipses, this is a solar eclipse and eclipses can take things away. This is a time when you may want to be more internalized and use this for tapping into yourself, for connecting with family. The sign Cancer rules home, family, property, real estate, All these areas will get a boost at this new moon, even though it is a solar eclipse, but it will be more internal related, meaning going within, really feeling your emotions. Cancer rules our emotions, and you may even want to retreat, even though you may have been out of quarantine for just a few weeks, but the Cancerian energy also is water. So you may want to get to the ocean or a lake and go immerse yourself and swim. Cancer gets a lot of healing. The sign cancer and cancerian energy is very positively enforced when working with the water element. The next new moon in 2020 is the new moon in Leo, which occurs on July 20th. This is going to be Fun times, new moon in Leo. See new intentions for fun, play, recreation, creativity, romance. And luckily, we get two Leo new moons this year. Remember, there's 13 lunar new moons and full moons every year. We are not limited to 12. It's the lunar calendar has 13 moons. So there's going to be a new moon and full moon every year in the same sign, twice. So, the new moon in Leo, time to have some fun. Get out there, socialize, recreate, romance, 
after being sequestered for most of the spring, people are going to be coming out at this Leo new moon on July 20th and looking for good times. So make the most. This is definitely an external time. Opposite of the Cancer new moon of June 22nd, this will be a come out and play new moon on July 20th. And as I say, we get a second one, another new moon in Leo, August 18, 2020. So keep the good times rolling. Have fun in the sun. Leo sun and Leo moon together on July 20th and August 18th. What a blessing after being cloistered for the spring to have fun time summer. And if you are a Leo sun sign born from approximately the 21st of July through the 21st of August, this is your time to shine. You're going to have a blast. And if you want to start up a new relationship, this is a time to go for it. So everybody can look forward to these new moons in Leo, July 20th and August 18th this year, and plan their good times. Then we get to the new moon in Virgo, which arrives on the 17th of September, 2020. This is going to help us seed our attentions, intention and attention for health and healing and nutrition. Get to a new regime and routine for health because the sign Virgo rules health. So this will set you up for the fall into the end of the year. Then in October, we have a new moon in Libra on October 16, 2020. This is a focus on relationships. If you're unhappy in your relationship, it may be a good time to end it. Excellent time to start new ones or get serious or commit. Also, it is a time to look at bringing more balance into your life. If you've been all work and no play, it's time to balance that out. Or if you've been playing since those Leo new moons in the summer, it's time to get back to work at the Libra new moon. In November, we have the new moon in Scorpio, November 15th. Money, sex, rock and roll. Here we go. Scorpio new moon. November 15th. Let's seed some intentions here for more money, for having a more exciting mm, sexual life, and uh, for deepening any existing relationships. And just be careful at this time, neither a borrower nor lender be. Scorpio likes to take things away sometimes as well. So I'd wait to do the lending at the new moon in Sagittarius or borrowing. And that comes on December 14th, 2020. And guess what? That's a solar eclipse. The beginning of the winter eclipse cycle. So you may want to look at the upcoming year, plan trips and other escapes or plan intentions for 2021 at this new moon in Sag. Sagittarius is fire. So if you have an opportunity to light a fire and put your intentions for the coming 2021 year into the fire, that's a good use of the Sagittarius new moon. It may be one of more planning than doing just because it is a solar eclipse. So get your intentions ready for 2021 at the new moon in Sagittarius. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about how we can be in alignment with this lunar energy and maybe do a practice such as chanting a mantra. I will be teaching 
a Sanskrit mantra for the moon to help you align with these powerful energies. Welcome back. So I want to recap the new moon message today. Basically, if you take these powerful times of the new moon, you can formalize your intentions for what you would like to bring into your life. And you may not even know what that is. So also use this time to become crystal clear how you might like to see your life improved, what you might want to release from your life, and what you might not even realize that you would like to see come into your life. So I'm just going to recap. If you align with the new moon and then the energy of the sign it is occurring in, you can really have a focus of intention that will reap later. So just recapping, new moon in Taurus is about resources, money. New moon in Gemini is about communications and socialization. New Moon in Cancer is about family, property, and very internalized process. And as I said, find a body of water to immerse yourself. New Moon in Leo, of which we're going to have two this year. Party down. Fun times. Go recreate. Go create. Have fun. Be playful. Flirt. Have some romance. Attend an outing, a concert something fun and social. New moon in Virgo focuses on health and healing, nutrition, routines, regimes, get those in order in the new moon in Virgo. And I gave you the dates earlier in the podcast, or you can see them all in the liner notes. New moon in Libra focus on relationships, what you want or don't want in relationships. New moon in Scorpio is very good for letting go of the old and releasing but also to look at your money, your shared resources, issues of intimacy and connection, new moon in Scorpio. And then the new moon in Sagittarius is always good for making plans for taking trips, traveling, and broadening your horizons. You know, I didn't talk about Capricorn, the new moons that have already occurred in 2020, but just as we get into 2021, I probably will do a different podcast, but just so you know, Capricorn New Moon, which occurs usually in late December, January, is always about focusing on your professional life. New Moon in Aquarius, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, is the Chinese New Year. So that's a very good time to look at the whole upcoming year and what you would like to bring in, specifically things like prosperity and well-being and health. And the New Moon in Pisces, as I mentioned, is the Tibetan New Moon, and that is more a reflection of the whole past cycle, going within your spirituality, your connection to soul. And the new moon in Aries is the first one of the spring and the astrological new year. So that is about becoming healthy and really becoming inspired in your life. And so now you may ask, well, what kind of intentions, what are the practices I should do at the new moon? I suggest writing things down that you may want to bring into your life, journaling, You can say prayers at these times. You can connect with nature, the earth. You can chant a Sanskrit mantra. And I'm going to be teaching you the moon mantra in a moment. Or you can really just go into a meditative state, a visualization state, and see what unfolds during these potent times. (laughs) 
So welcome back to the mantra moment of Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. And as some of you know, I'm initiated in a lineage of Sanskrit mantra from the ancient Vedic yogic traditions through a lineage of gurus from India. And so these mantras have power and you just need to repeat them. It's called japa. So the mantra to help with moon or lunar energies, which will also help you with certain areas of your body, such as your digestion, your lymphatic system, for women, the breast, the lymph nodes, and also lunar mantra helps with your intuition, being able to understand weather phenomena, as well as healing those areas of your body, sending energy there. It's very simple. The name of the moon in Sanskrit is Chandra, C-H-A-N-D-R-A. And the mantra is Om Chandraya Namaha. So we'll chant that together nine times. As I always suggest with chanting Sanskrit mantras, for you to do it 108 times on your own to get the full effects. And it is very beneficial to chant the moon mantra on Mondays. So every Monday you can chant Om Chandraya Namaha, also on new moons and full moons. So join me in chanting Om Shandraya Namaha nine times. Here we go. Om Shandraya Namaha. 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 So continue. Chanting this Chapa repetition for 108 times. Folks, one more thing I want to share with you. I suggest you get a reading with Jill Jardine Astrologer to find out where your natal moon is located because then you know every year what may be the new moon that occurs with your own moon. For instance, I'm an Aries moon, so I always want to know when is the new moon in Aries so I can plan accordingly. So contact me at jilljardine.com, my website, and schedule your personal reading now. Thank you to all my listeners for tuning in. This is Jill Jardine of Cosmic Scene signing off and sending you good vibrations through the quantum field.